Welcome to another episode of the AbilityNet podcast. Disability, technology, inclusion. I'm your host, Robin Christofferson, Head of Digital Inclusion at AbilityNet, a pioneering UK charity with a mission to make a digital world accessible to all. This week's episode is about the Tech for Good Awards. They're open for nominations. Please get your entries in. Closing date is the 5th of May. You can go to www.techforgoodawards.com. That's tech, the number four, goodawards.com. You can download a transcript of this episode from www.abilitynet.org.uk slash podcast. So sit back, grab your favourite beverage and let's get started. Guys, we are back for another AbilityNet podcast. Hi, Mark. Mark's here. Hey, Robin. How are you doing? Really good, thanks. And we're doing something a little bit different for the next few weeks where we're going to be focusing on Tech for Good. The Tech for Good Awards are coming up this summer really exciting you know we're back aren't we in earnest this year yeah yeah well we 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 set this up first in 2011 so we we had um ten, uh, 11 years of running it and then we stopped in 2022 we've come back with a new network of support around how we promote the awards and um and and I, I, what i'm really looking forward to is more great stories we've always just unearthed some amazing people doing incredible stuff with technology and i'm really looking forward to getting back into that to that flow so very exciting absolutely and for anyone that isn't aware tech, the tech for good awards uh, celebrate all aspects of technology and how they can be applied to uh, different categories from community to innovation to individuals that are doing amazing work uh, where technology is being applied not just in our area which is disability but in many other areas other walks of life and we, it's such a celebration. It's absolutely brilliant. And what we're going to be focusing on for the next few episodes are some of those stories that we've already heard. We're going to be revisiting with new interviews, people from, well, winners from previous years uh, across different categories. And we're going to get innovative in the first one this uh, in this week's episode. It's going to be with what three words, which... Um, if you haven't heard, uh, is a brilliant concept. And they are they were a previous winner of the innovation category. When did they win? And what is what three words? Yeah, they were 2015, I guess a long time ago. And um, you'll hear when I when you hear me chatting to them, um, that uh, that things have changed enormously since then. But but um, honestly, it's one of those things that's slightly bonkers when you first hear it. And, and you can't work out a why they did it and b why it's good. Those are the two things to look out for. So they map, they, they've created a grid across the whole planet, a virtual grid across the whole planet of um, squares that are a meter and a half square. And that square has a name, which is identified by three uh, uh, unique um, combinations of three words. So the what three words mm-hmm. is, what are the three words that describe this exact place I'm standing? And if I take a large pace sideways, what are the completely different three words that describe <laughs> that space. Um, and 
that there's a bit in there's a bit about where that comes from in, in the, when they tell the story but um what that creates is a, a a means of identifying squares on that level i mean if you think about what you do with postcodes and each postcode might have 10 10 you know doors that are attached to each mm-hmm. postcode different houses this is right down to the other level where i can actually be stood outside your door or stood outside next door and those two will have very different addresses um and then the impact this- on that well, the impact of that is about the good that it does is around the fact that people don't have addresses, um, which we talk about yeah. a little bit, in, like in a favela or in a slum or in a in, in any sort of a, a unmapped area that you can actually locate specifically where people are, and um, and and as well as some of those applications in in, in the sense of um, people's houses, the emergency services have picked up on it now, so they know that when you call, you're in the exact location rather than saying, "Well, I went for a walk down the lane, I've got about." I've been going about 10 minutes. I'm near the big tree on the left. You know, that, that you, if they're trying to trying to find you and you've had an accident, you've called up, then the, the emergency services can now make use of what three words. They know exactly what spot you're in um, and they can come and find you much more quickly. Um, so a real range yeah. and, uh, you know, incredible stuff. When, As I say, it sounds like slightly bonkers and then they tell you about <laughs> how it works and you realize that, you know, it's a very, very, very clever system. So... Um, This is literally changing and probably saving lives. Um, I wonder if they had to filter out the words that they used, because you can actually look up online what your own house, you know, and you will have many um, squares associated with your house. So pick the one that is literally your front door, um, because why not? And, you know, you might, I don't think you will, but you might find that it's something like, I don't know, nostril, saucepan, earlobe or something. And that's going to be a bit disappointing. So I wonder if they had to filter out the words that they were using in the in the set. <laughs> I think that there there is some, there are obviously some words that aren't included, um, some, some swear words <laughs> and other, you know, other things. Uh, biological maybe i don't know the um but no i i think that they and they've translated them into multiple languages actually one of the other areas that they've developed is that they're not just in english now this is a this is a global thing um i mean i think i i i I get on with the get on with the conversation in a second but i think that um when you look back across the great scope of the tech for good awards over the you know over a hundred winners that we've had i think this one has just just really captures the imagination once you get beyond that initial point of why would you do that then you begin to realize just how many things can go wrong because you don't know exactly where somebody is and they're they're a commercial organization uh with a with a sort of a social purpose so the social purpose stuff is what they're making good from if you like but there's so many different applications in terms of being so precise about it and the technology the point about the technology is it's an app you can have on your on your phone for free that can find out where you are and send it to somebody and say, look, I'm standing here right now. If you want to come and find me um, right through to the emergency services and they, they've integrated it into their navigation system so that when you use the three words, they know why you've said it. And therefore, you know, the, the quality of the response is much better. Brilliant. But as, as a tech for good example, you know, it really is a great one. I think it's so off the scale. I mean, we, you know, what, what, what at the time, what, what seemed, so crazy has now just become mainstream. So without any further ado, let's um, pass over to Mark, Mark 2, um, and let's hear all about what three words. Great. So um, uh, I'm really delighted today to, to be joined by Giles from um, What Three Words, um, who were a winner of our in, uh, Innovation and Ingenious Award um, in 2015. And um, 
Giles, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Could I, could I ask you to introduce yourself and, and also tell us the story? Um, you know, what, what three words, what it is, what it does, how it works, you know, way back now, seven or eight years ago when we first came across it. I'm sure it's changed yeah. a lot, um, since it, then. It, it, it has. The core still remains the same. So yes, thanks for, thanks for having me on. I'm, uh, Giles Reese Jones. I'm the, the CMO of, of What Three Words. Um, uh, we met back in, in 2015. I've been with the company for, um, for eight and eight and a half years, and uh, and it was great to 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 get the award, and we'll we'll chat about kind of um, that experience and and kind of what it what it meant for us uh, later. But um, as you said, yeah, maybe maybe worth starting with with what three words um, and kind of what we've done. Um, uh, what three words is is a very simple way to talk about location. Um, what we've done is divide the world up into small squares, so. Uh, three meter by three meter squares. There's 57 trillion of those in the world. And we've given each one of those squares a unique three word identifier. So three dictionary words to describe any location on the planet. And um, I guess there's, there's there's a couple of kind of reasons why we did that. Um, street addressing is um, uh, street addressing is is pretty good in urban centers uh, generally. Um, uh, but it doesn't cover the entire world. And you go out of London into rural parts of the UK and actually street addressing just isn't relevant um, uh, or just doesn't exist. And you go further afield into you know, developing markets in Southeast Asia and Africa and, and, and places like that, and they, they don't have street addresses, even in urban centers. Um, and then actually, if you, if you look a little bit more closely, um, in a place like London, often if you put in a, a building name, the pin will drop in the middle of the building, um, not near the entrance. And so if you are an individual trying to go to a meeting, um, you'll, you'll maybe walk around for a few minutes, five minutes, trying to find the right entrance, which is a little frustrating. You tend to plan your journey the, uh, 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 so you arrive there earlier just in case. It's a little frustrating. Now, if you're a delivery person and you're you're doing that a few hundred times a day that's incredibly that's frustrating but it's also incredibly expensive uh for um uh for for the company if you are um a first responder and you can't find the right entrance and it takes you a few minutes to find the right entrance the implications can be far more significant so um street addressing is is not particularly accurate and doesn't cover everywhere GPS coordinates do latitude, longitude covers everywhere, but uh, and they're very accurate. But they're really difficult to remember. Um, it's eighteen digits. Um, there's a number of different formats. There's you know thirty five degrees, uh, twenty seven minutes west, and it's it's just complex. It's difficult to to communicate, and errors and errors creep in. Uh, and so what our system does is it converts those GPS coordinates to words and back again um so that's that's the system and and in terms of where it comes from that sounds like uh there was a lot of clever maths involved at some point um so so <laughs> is is the origin in somebody who said i've got this problem i need to solve or is it somebody who said oh you know what you could do can you think of how we could use it where, where, which end of that did it come from it was it was definitely uh from from the problem and right. uh, Chris, who's our uh, co-founder, um, uh, used to organize music events around the world. So 
was not a geographer, was not into mapping. He just had a problem. And he tried to get uh, bands to gig, gigs on time. And whether he was trying to find gate 47A at the NEC Arena in Birmingham or whether he was trying to find a chateau in a remote part of France, street addressing just wasn't good enough or just didn't exist. So he did start using GPS coordinates um, and he would give them to people. The problem was it became apparent very quickly that roadies and drummers and bass guitarists are not predisposed to remembering writing down and inputting into a sat nav 18 digits. So they would get it wrong and they'd mix up a one and a seven and they would end up half an hour north of Rome instead of half an hour south of Rome. I think there was one incident when uh, he got a phone call and they're like, Chris, we've um, we just sound checked at the wrong wedding because uh, they, they turned up <laughs> the wrong clothes. So he, so he sat down with a mathematical genius, a friend of his from school, and they were like, well, what, what happens if we add um, uh, letters to numbers and we can we can like crunch it down and instead of have a 18 digits we can have like an anz 42 and they're like no an alphanumeric code is you know is awful as well um and there was a dictionary on the table and they said what happens if we use words how many words would we need and so they did a little bit of of kind of mental maths and and kind of started on literally on a napkin the classic story of writing down the equation and they were like well actually the world is this big three meters by three meters is small enough to be useful um and there's around 57 trillion in the world okay so that's kind of that that part of it how many words do we need and they worked out they need forty thousand words because forty thousand times forty thousand times forty thousand gives you 64 trillion different unique combinations oh well there's enough we've got enough to do that um and and that was it that was the kind of birth of the um birth of the idea and 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 again they you know very quickly they were like hold on a sec this is this is much more significant than getting bands to to gigs on time this this could actually have a much bigger impact uh impact on the world yeah i mean i think the first time i came across it uh, certainly around the time that we were um connecting on on tech for good awards was there was a talk about favelas and and people who live in unaddressed areas anyway you know uh, rural, yeah. uh, urban slums and all that sort of stuff and I, I i can't remember what the connection was but that's probably the first place i saw the the concept in, in practical yes. use, um, you know, with with so a we, for good, you know, c- component, I guess. Yeah, so we we have um we have an app, um, uh, and we've made that app free for everybody, and anybody can um, use it and download it uh, for for kind of whatever whatever they want. We discovered there was a uh, a company in the in the favelas in uh, Brazil um, who was using it as a postal service. And so people would order online and they would order to, they were called Cartero Amigo, the friendly postman. And they would order to uh, their offices, which had, you know, a street address and the the stuff would arrive there. Um, But they would also, when they were checking out, they would put in their what three words address. And so um, uh, the, 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 the post people would would see the package they would scan the the what three words address and then they could go and deliver it um and you know historically they were using you know landmark based addressing so it's like third house with a red door past you know uh where where um where the kids play on the beach sort of stuff it was just it, yeah. just impractical and so we saw we saw a lot of usage in um uh in brazil and then and then kind of aid and humanitarian um, situations we we saw people downloading our app and they were using it for you know microfinance uh, management 
solar panel installations and just again just using our app to um to, to use the service yeah yeah and i and, and so i'm guessing i mean you've mentioned in there um about the the delivery applications and, mm. and because you're, what's interesting is there's this um commercial and 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 for um, not-for-profit sort of element to the work you're doing yeah um and and clearly you know uh, again, mm-hmm. I, I know that you're in, you're integrated into. Um, you mentioned first responders. You know, health health, health um, emergency services um, are, are using the yeah. the, the codes. Yeah. Um, uh, in, uh, from the commercial side, though, because I think a lot of people, when they hear about the idea, will be wondering how you make it sustainable. That the commercial yeah. stuff is presumably, you know, where the where the bread and butter is for you right now at any given time. You know, that because that's keeping the whole the whole idea alive. Can you tell me a bit about some of the things that you're doing, which um, which bring that, you know, bring that element of sustainability commercially uh, to what three words? Yeah. So there's um, we are um, a for profit company, uh, but we believe that our purpose is a is a kind of key part of doing business you should um be able to do good by doing business uh we don't think that they're um separate um you know it's not a csr kind of bolt on this is something that has kind of been woven into um the kind of fabric of the company that that are doing good and and doing business at the same time so um the way that uh, wealthy words makes money is um we charge businesses um, to integrate our code into their own systems. So if you are a delivery company, so we've been integrated into DHL, uh, DPD, uh, every in the UK. Um, uh, so when you check out on an e-commerce page, you can pop in your what three words address that gets passed to DHL. DHL will use that address to deliver the parcel to exactly where it needs to go, which makes them much more efficient. And so we charge them for that. And we've also been integrated into car companies because popping your address into a sat-nav is difficult and problematic. And actually, you know, there's lots of duplication. If I get into my car and say, take me to Church Road, the car goes, okay, there's 14 Church Roads in London. Which one do you want to get to? And so I've actually got to pull over. I've got to pop a, you know press some buttons and and try and narrow down the right one to go to so people like mercedes and mitsubishi lamborghini jaguar land rover have all built what three words into their cars <clears throat> so you can get a what three words address on a um on a listings page people are adding them to their contact pages you can get to your car and you say hey mercedes take me to table chair lamp and it says okay and so we, we dramatically improve the customer experience for, for people like that. And so, so we, we're being integrated. And again, we charge businesses to do that. And we're being integrated into ride hailing and a whole other, you know, we're being used in infrastructure and asset management and, and all those sorts of things. And as you said, we're being used by emergency services. We're being used by um, aid organizations, um, uh, disaster response organizations. And whereas we are being built into their systems, as well as them just using our app, we are being built into their systems, but we don't charge them for that. Uh, and again, it comes back to the, you know, we're trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we're also trying to be profitable. And so for, for people using what three words for good, it's free. Uh, for people who can make or save money using what three words, we, we will charge them. I, I like that. I like that make and save money element as well about, you know, how, how the connection is made for the commercial benefit. Uh, I, I think that's really smart. I mean, I think thinking back then to that 
uh, time and you won the awards. Um, were there any particular things that the awards helped you with? Um, um, obviously, we're talking here about nominations being open for this year's awards, and I'm wondering where a, a for-profit business, in the way that you're describing, were there particular things that that, that winning a not, a, you know, a not-for-profit, essentially the tech, tech for Good Award, did it did it steer you in a particular way? Did it bolster a particular sort of uh, angle that you'd already set out on? Yeah, I think there's 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 a couple of reasons for doing awards that we found was were were um, useful for us as a business. One, it it really forces forces you to focus uh, very tightly on your proposition and how you sell it. Um, so it's uh, you know getting your elevator pitch down very very tightly um, was a really really good exercise to go through. And thinking through all those things where you haven't got an opportunity to have a conversation and a bit of back and forth, you've got to get it on a page. You've got to be able to stand up and and, and pitch it on uh, on on stage. Um, so we found that going through that whole exercise was was really useful for us as a, as a business at the start of the business. Mm. Um, it, it was a, it was a really good exercise to do. I think that. Um, as I said, we the, the balance between purpose and profit for us is um, is key. And what better way to get in front of uh, new innovative uh, companies who are trying to do good in the world and large businesses that um, that are also involved in uh, in 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 doing for good than to enter a for good awards show um, because all of those businesses could actually use what three words in their own um, in their own businesses for, for, for doing you know in their own for good um, uh, projects and so we found it was a it was a really good way to one meet like-minded people kind of two kind of chat through startup life which is you know which can be a bit of a lonely place and uh, and you know and and to talking to people who are going through a similar sort of journey to us was um, was was great and kind of validated some thoughts and challenged others um, and then and then getting in front of people who could use us um, was was also a, a kind of massive benefit so um, yeah we found we, we found the the process um, good good for us as a business mm. Cool. And then uh, looking ahead, then uh, you're talking about sort of relationships with car manufacturers and, uh, you know, some, some of those, bi- the, you know, the biggest companies on the planet, essentially, aren't they? Those sorts of, uh, those sorts of names. Um, where do you think the next few steps are going to be for what three words? Is there any, any particular shift in how mm-hmm. you're doing things? Is it organic? Are there changes in how the applications may be sort of, uh, coming along as we move into, I, I'm, I'm just thinking about AI, for example. Are there, are there ways in which the underlying technologies may shift? Uh, I don't think uh, significant shifts. I think that as when we when we first started, and this might even be in our in our award entry. I tried to dig it out. Actually, I couldn't find it. The, but you know, we we're on a mission to change the world. Um, we're on a mission to make the world a better place. We want to make it less frustrating. We want to make it more efficient, and we want to make it safer. And the way that we're doing that is by helping everybody talk about everywhere really easily. Um, so we, we had that, we had that ambition when we, when we first started and that ambition has not changed. Um, uh, when we, when we first did the awards, I think there was eight of us and I think we were in a, I think we were in an office that we shared with two other companies. Um, I think we had eight languages and we had, I think we were used by about 25 businesses 
I mean, like a tiny, 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 tiny. Um, now we're about 150. We're in 54 languages. We're used by, as you said, some of the biggest companies in 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 the world, from Lamborghini to DPD to um, to DHL. Um, uh, but the, the ambition still remains the same. Um, we we want to become a global standard. So you see, you know, three slashes word dot word dot word uh, on a social media site. You see that on a uh, on a building listing. Um, you see that on a sign. You say it to a voice assistant, and it's recognised as a as an address. That's the um, that's the objective. And so from a, from a kind of development point of view, we're adding more and more languages to the system because we think it's important that anybody, that anybody can talk about anywhere in their own, in their own language, the language they're most, most comfortable in. So we're adding more languages, um, uh, to the system. We're making it really easy for people to add what three words to their own businesses. So if you're a small business, a small retailer, you can get a Shopify plugin. Um, you know, you use a Shopify, um, shop, you can get a what three words plugin. That just adds a what three words address field to your to your checkout. So we're making really really easy for people to um, uh, to use us. We're continuing to grow with emergency services. So we're being used across America, Canada, Australia, Germany. They're all starting to use what three words in um, uh, to, to help people um, uh, uh, to tell emergency services where where help is needed. So that's a, another growth area, and we're seeing a huge. Um, uh, a growth in people using what three words on maps and guidebooks and um, contact pages. One of the we worked quite hard with the RNIB actually because um, if I if I put in um, I don't know Arsenal Stadium into a mapping platform, the pin drops in the middle of the field, which is actually not particularly useful. Um, and if you have um, a disability, if you're um, if you struggle with mobility, then then not finding the right entrance, you know, is is actually really really challenging. And so, actually, Arsenal Stadium have added what three words address for all of the specific entrances around right. uh, the stadium. So you can go to their website, find the what three words address, and pop it in, and that will get you to the three meter by three meter square exactly by the right accessible door that you might need. And so we're seeing a huge increase in uh, in people just popping the what three words address on their um, uh, on that on their contact pages. So that's a that's another area that's starting to develop. And actually, the, the other interesting thing is we're starting to get woven into um, popular culture. So uh, Brewdog actually did a, a what three words beer. So there's a, there's a what three words beer named after the the the, the three word address of uh, of the entrance to their brewery. Um, we've been woven into various different TV shows, like uh, I think NCAS Los Angeles. There was a uh, a show where one of the team members is kidnapped, and they're going through her notebook and they find these three random words <laughs> written in black ink. They're like, what's this thing? And, Someone goes, that's what three words. And they pop it into our map. This is uh, on the TV show. They pop it into our map and they discover she has been kidnapped and popped in Vietnam. And so they send in the choppers and there's guns. I mean, it was amazing. And we've, we've just, um, we just had a couple who uh, got married and to commemorate where they met, 
they got matching what three words address tattoos um <laughs> uh, which is which is amazing that's a kind of level unlocked when people are started starting to, to do that so yeah. um i think we're going to see just more and more of kind of what three words starting to be used in yes emergency service and yes and cars but you'll see it you'll start to see it everywhere and in, in some places that you wouldn't have maybe may, maybe thought of so it's a pretty exciting time yeah it sounds it sounds unstoppable to some extent i mean i i was just going to ask i can't think of an alternative particularly you mentioned at the beginning why you created this but mm. it isn't as if somebody's come up with another idea i don't think i can't think of another example of no i think uh, that the, there's a there's a there's a, a few people there, a lot of people recognize there's a problem with addresses and a lot of people have tried to solve it and actually in the way that i referenced earlier where they've added uh letters and numbers together right. and so you get a, you get an alphanumeric code um which which has its own problems you know um anz 2134y is not necessarily memorable it's really bad if you want to say that over the telephone and and mistakes mistakes creep in so no there isn't really a a competitor that does it in you know a kind of as simple a way as uh, as what three words does right and i'm just thinking people listening in uh, in terms of just um we, we like to think about ways that people can support you know, within this network, um, I, I really like the examples you gave. That that sort of the here's a list of here's the list of ideas. How can you implement it in your organisation? How can you implement it in your network? How can that overcome some particular challenge that your community is part of? I, I think that's probably the key thing. Is it, it's changed so much now. There are so many different examples of what you can do with it um, compared to you know way back when when we're trying to literally just understand the idea in the first place. It's so much more rich now in terms of its usage. Yeah, and the and so yeah. If you if you use location or addresses, then we can help. And yeah, we yeah, we, yeah. we see this. I mean, we're being used. You know, bird watchers are, are are using us. We you know we're 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 being used by um, uh, uh, rewilding projects uh, where you know three meters by three meters is actually interestingly the the exact sort of space that a tree needs to grow in and so people are and they're doing a sponsorship so ecology you can buy a three meter by three meter piece of land sponsor it and they will re rewild it or they will um they'll plant a tree and you get a little a little certificate that says that the the what three words address of your tree is 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 kind of this um so yes we're we're, we're being used for beach cleanups um you know people are just specifying kind of where to where to meet on those sorts of things so and we kind of discover these you know, every day on social media someone says oh yeah no i'm using it for this and i'm using it for that so um yeah it's brilliant to see that kind of organic use uh happening cool well i mean it's in, in, from the point of view of the sort of the genius of the idea as you say on that napkin it literally um uh, I'm, you know, th that that particular start of the story. Whenever I'm telling people, I, I, I'm, you know, as you said at the beginning, you're looking for that elevator pitch moment, saying, "Oh, it's this," and now, and now, there's so much usage of it, and it's so widespread, and and, and that's testament to you guys and how. Um, I'm, I'm guessing at various times there's been paths you've been able to choose between, but the fact that it's inside those emergency services and inside a Lamborghini, you know, it's an incredible it's, spread, it's, and, and that's really creative on your part to have become 
woven into the fabric that's down to you guys or making that business work in the way that you're saying is it's just you know hugely inspirational really that that you could take that napkin and turn it into this thing that genuinely covers the planet is it's just really cool I, know, so. I guess the interesting thing was we always kind of had the belief that it was with a with a hint of skepticism we but we always had that kind of belief and that that huge ambition that you know we, we're gonna you know we, we can kind of do this and i think that it's it's kind of rare and exciting that uh, that that a business c- can touch everything from slums to supercars you know and 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 everything in between and you know uh, generate revenue and and kind of do good and so it's a hugely inspiring business to be a part of i mean i remember i remember our first emergency service story that uh, that was sent to us by a, a police service and you know you could you could see everybody reading it in the office and uh just that you could hear a pin drop and yeah. and everybody was like okay this is you know like we've we, we've achieved something we saved someone's life um you know and 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 if it just kind of comes down to that it's you know i think we can we can all be happy and proud to be a part of part of a business that that does that yeah cool well Congratulations. I mean, just generally on, on, like on any business still being here, because that's always, always the first marker of whether a business has succeeded. Is it still here? Still doing, still doing what it intended to do, but the amount of good that it's doing and the way that it's developed and, 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 and the scale at which you're operating is, is fantastic. So, um, thank you so much for joining me today and, and, and catching us up on, on the what three words story. Uh, and I wish you all the best for, for you know, whatever comes next and, and, and and planetary domination and all, all the all, all the bits that are going to be there very shortly i'm sure <laughs> laughed maniacally after i said that shouldn't i We're exactly but no thanks for thanks for um for getting in touch and thanks for being a fan and supporting and and ability net for for kind of giving us a platform to to tell the story and reach and reach more people it's been uh it's been a kind of key part of our of our early success fantastic thank you that was absolutely fascinating like you say so many applications such a simple concept but with so many practical uses so yeah that was yeah, really yeah. really good well and the other bit i hadn't clocked until we sort of caught up then was just the sustainability of that idea as a fact that it's a business with a social purpose and you know there are lots of different models for for good you know people doing good you don't have to be in a charity you don't have to be working in a not-for-profit setting mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that was also a very good example of, of the of the sort of diversity that we have in, in the Tech for Good Awards across the piece. We, we deliberately leave it as open as possible. We're, we're not making a judgment about the nature of the organization. We're looking at the mm-hmm. application and the social impact that it has. And so I, I think that's a really great one to kick off this series and to show people why the Tech for Good Awards um, has these sorts of uh, sort of fairly open criteria is because we won't find those sorts of great ideas if we if we close it down too much so you know i'm really looking forward to this year to, to hearing that latest idea that you you, you know first response is well what's that for and then something float you know falls in behind it and you realize the social impact in, and, the, and, and the ability to change people's lives i think that's a perfect one to have kicked it off with okay well these are going to be coming thick and fast aren't they mark and uh, i'm really looking forward to the next one so shall we see each other next time see you next time Thanks for listening to this episode of the AbilityNet podcast. If you're looking for accessibility training, AbilityNet offer a range of affordable, high-quality online training courses to help you build skills in accessibility and inclusive design. Courses include PDF accessibility, 
accessible social media, and more. Use the discount code AbilityNetPodcast10. That's all one word for 10% off any upcoming AbilityNet online training. And discover more courses at abilitynet.org.uk slash training. Thanks again for tuning in and more hot discussions around accessibility will be coming soon. Mm-hmm.